My name is Annie Conboy. I'm an intuitive medium and psychic and I would like to share with you some of the knowledge, inspiration, wisdom that I've been able to gather whilst working with my guides and inspirers. It's been an interesting journey and I seem to have gone along many, many roads in order to get to where I am today. I'd like to share one of those journeys with you. A journey that needs me to roll back the time to 2009. I was working as a medium, still fairly new at working in public, although if I trace the threads of my mediumship training, they go back way back into my life. But in 2009, my guides started to encourage me to take up painting. They uh, sent someone across my path who used encaustic wax. And that inspired me. It seemed so uh, magical and, and creative. It inspired me to take up encaustic wax myself. I've always been fascinated by the abstract rather than the structure in paintings. It's a personal view that abstract allows more room for the emotional response to the created piece of art than perhaps the structure. I'm sure that some would disagree with me, but that's the way I felt about art. So from a very wobbly beginning, I started to use encaustic wax, which got me into using acrylics on canvas and got me into um, recognising something very profound for me, that when I worked and did creative art, what I was also finding I was doing was channeling the energy into the piece that I did. And that different beings came along to uh, put their energy through me, so to speak, and onto the paper and capture it. And I'm very struck and was very struck at that time by the ideas that indigenous people had that having their photographs taken captured a piece of their soul. And I suppose um, for me, there is something to be said in that, that we transmit energy into these um, solid objects. And maybe we don't know that we've transmitted the energy. Maybe we don't realise, but the energy is there and that's what evokes the response. If the energy wasn't there, if there'd been no transmission of, I don't know, call it personality or whatever, if there hadn't been that, um, would we respond in the same way to the pictures? <laughs> so I can see that I'm off on another little side topic there, which I'll park now having said that. Uh, but I want to come back to the pictures because I started to feel like I had distinct energy beings working with me, although I wasn't clear who they were. And in some ways, the connection seemed quite faint. What did start to emerge was similar types of pictures. 
um, distinctly when different beings came in. They would they would have me paint in the same style uh, that fitted their energy. And so I explored that for about two to three years until we got to 2012. And 2012 was a big shift. The ending of one uh, phase of humanity's progress and the start of a brand new one, which we are now... Um, eight years into and starting to feel this new energy uh, that's arriving to jump us into the next ascension level. In 2012, I um, uh, was fortunate enough to be with someone who worked with soaps and scents and candles. And in their workshop one day, um, ended up picking up lots of bottles of essential oils and perfumes and randomly sniffing two together <laughs> quite quite frantic actually in the space of probably about half an hour 40 minutes I paired up 12 of these um, which reflected the smell of the energy beings who I'd been painting but I still didn't know who they were just knew that there were 12 distinct personalities and um, I felt very motivated to keep the connection going and to start to work with my art to see if I could bring these energies onto the canvas, so to speak. But before I did that, I decided that what I really ought to do was find out who they actually were. And that's where... Uh, for a little while, I felt like I'd fallen down Alice in Wonderland's rabbit hole because um, I, I was told that they were 12 archangels. Uh, 12 archangels who were looking after the earth and who regarded the earth as their project. Uh, in effect, they were our uh, guardian angels and they were looking after all aspects of our progress on the planet, including looking after the solar system that we were in, in order to promote the best conditions for us to evolve and to become enlightened energy beings. Well, that took me aback a little bit. It was not anything I had previously encountered, in my trans work, I had channeled uh, Archangel Michael, uh, Raphael, Uriel and um, Gabriel. I'd had conversations with them. I had connected with Archangels uh, Melchizedek and Metatron, um, the voice of God and the make it so angel, Archangel. <laughs> Sorry, not giving him his full status. And so to be given the sense that there were 12 guardian angels looking after us all was a bit wow um i did push for evidence because i am always uh, <laughs> uh I, i'm always open to uh the idea that maybe it's all in my head 
It's something that even now, after all these years of evidence piled on evidence, can still occasionally bite me on the bum. Uh, so I asked questions, I asked for evidence, I asked for show me, confirm it to me, and the range in which uh, the ways that they showed me information hidden in plain sight was quite amazing, quite amazing, and um, sent me on a research journey, which I still do from time to time, something new will cross my path and I'll continue my research um, because hidden in the uh, stories, hidden in the myths, hidden as I say in plain sight is an alternative story to how we interact with angels and how we interact with the angelic realm and the um, the information that there are um, levels of angelic beings who are there to share the love from a divine source. So in this process, I also found myself working on 13 canvases, 12 of which were for each individual archangel and one of which was the composite of all of their energies. I also got given their names because I said, well, if I'm working with you, I want to know what you what to call you. And I was given their names. And that itself was a, a fabulous, fabulous experience. Uh, they just dropped them in so fast and um, explained more about their personalities, explained more about what their role was. Um, and it, it made me think very seriously about the kind of why are we here's of life. And it made me think again about what is my role, what is my mission, uh, how does spirit fit with these angelic beings and how does humanity fit with angelic beings. It's fascinating to read other channeled writers because at this time I was just writing down what I was given they didn't have any evidence that what I was given might be correct or had been channeled before so it was fascinating to actually discover that what I had was uh, another channeling from 12 beings who have consistently been trying to help humanity over these thousands of years but beings who've had to do it at the edges of our consciousness for a very particular reason and that takes us to the thread of the Atlantis story which I'll expound on in another uh, <laughs> I'll talk about more in another broadcast because I want to try and stay focused on the Earth's archangels. Um, but there was a time when humanity um, was more highly evolved than we are now. We were on our way to an ascension that would put us into the level of the angelic realm. 
we, we were ready to translate into that kind of non-physical energy being and to go off and to seed other planets and to help other systems evolve to the same level. And this is the time when we chose to fall. This is what happened in Atlantis. Uh, through our own actions as a race, uh, we fell from grace. The fall is uh, expressed in, in a way about our own fall. It's also expressed in a way about the fall of the angels. Because the debate in the angelic realm was whether we as an experiment had shown that we couldn't evolve anymore, that we were past the, the, the potential to evolve. And there were archangels who said, no, we must end this experiment. This must be a final destruction and we'll start again. And there were archangels who said, no, no, we need to go to the higher powers because humanity does have the potential. They've made a mistake. Let them try to correct it. And the leader of that uh, debate for humanity, for keeping us, was an archangel called Lucifer who had designed the experiment in the first place, the light bringer. And he stood out against Michael. Michael was for saying, no, the experiment's gone too far. Let's, let's move on. And it was a, a, a decision taken at the highest uh, divine level that actually we could stay and we could try again. However, because this was Lucifer's experiment and because Lucifer had understood the fall of humanity, um, he was dispatched out of the angelic realm to live in the third dimension with us, with 11 other chosen archangels and to be our guardian angel. In other words, to come into the experiment to see if we could evolve again with one condition and that condition was that they could not be interfering and they could not be influencing and to make that happen lucifer was turned into the arch enemy the light bringer was somehow painted as the darkness when actually he was just doing his job so this all became relevant to my work with the guardian angels when I actually uh, recognised that Ethelial, the leader, is Lucifer. He's the light bringer. He's, he's the guardian angel of unconditional love. He's not as it's been written. Men have twisted it and it's been part of the experiment but he is actually a light bringer and will continue to bring us light. His, his gift of light is actually the, the unconditional love that we so much need. He brings the power of love into our world. Uh, Ethelial is passionate and courageous and empowering. Um, he, he wants us to know that love is available to all of us 
that we don't have to live with fear or hate um, that that there is a way forward that we can evolve into uh, a community of spirit that's based on love along with him came the volunteers the archangels who said yes we're here for the long haul we will help humanity try again so i'd like to introduce you to them say just a little bit about each one so that you understand the enormous help that we're being given right now to steady ourselves to get through this turbulent energy of change and to bring what seems impossible into possible the first archangel i'd like you to meet is raffia raffia is a fire and ice lady and she helps us with transformation she helps us to dream big and to make the changes necessary for our evolution and she will help you to recognize the uniqueness the um, opposites that you have but the opposites that can come together to create a beautiful move forward when fire and ice meet there's always steam the opportunity to reform and to melt into a different pattern of being next i'd like to introduce you to grandfather samesh he's um got the wisdom of the ages i <laughs> uh, grandfather samesh and i have had many conversations i'm air and he is all earth he's the archangel who tends the garden of eden he asks us to see that this planet is a garden of eden it's not a lump of rock floating in the cosmos it's got the beauty and vibrancy of nature um and he wants you to plant seeds tend to them within yourself and understand the wisdom of the ages that he wants to share with you he's the one who will say oh isn't that plant lovely oh you you know go and, and stand on that that hill and, and watch the wind blow through watch the clouds roll bringing the rain that we need he's he's um he's all about a garden of eden that is beautifully giving and providing everything for us to thrive next i'd like to introduce you to nushil she's the archangel of harmony and she has a a regal bearing um she um appreciates that being spiritually noble in the world depends on um, your readiness to challenge what's within you um, she reminds us that we have obligations to each other to care for and protect and shelter and encourage and support uh, so whenever her energy is around you will feel the flow of com compassion towards others and yourself because she wants you to see you know your obligation to yourself as well now i'd like to introduce loretia archangel loretia 
is the one who asks you to try new beginnings. <laughs> new beginnings through your connection to the energy that's around us. She encourages you to find your intuition, to use your intuition. She also encourages you to find the joy in life. Um, she wants you to delight in your senses. She's very light, is uh, um, Loretia. And she, she's there to say there's more to life than this. Anytime you think you've reached a fulfilled step, she'll say, but there's more. Would you like to find out more? I'd also like to introduce you to Archangel Shemir. Uh, Shemir brings you um, the tending of the earth. He's the younger version, I suppose, of Grandfather Samish. His job is to help us um take the beauty of the planet and nature and uh to guard it well and to help things grow and to be able to see the wild side of nature is as beautiful as the tended side of nature um he loves water and ponds and um he loves to get you emotionally connected to the care of the planet so he's the conservationist <laughs> ready to teach how to look after the planet the archangel who's here to witness our progress is called Darashiel. he's also known as the watcher and he has connections with the Order of Mel's Kizadek, and they are the ones who manifest the Word of God. Um, Archangel Michael is very closely connected with the Order of Mel Kizadek and teachers, and Dereshiel works with him to help people to get a detached view. Um, he's come with a spiritual purpose to help you make it so and to protect you and he asks you to be all that you're capable of being to rise above doubt and to look at the world in an, in a slightly more emotionally detached way so that you can find your way forward with what you have to deliver on to deliver on things you might need a bit of energy <laughs> and here's the next archangel Archeliel is a, a very, very energising archangel. <laughs> He's the no matter what archangel. He's going to get you up and moving. He's going to keep going with action, speak louder than words. Um, he's going to test you to discover your true values and beliefs and have the strength to show them to the world. His energy is all around when you are um, putting words into action or putting thoughts and plans and feelings into action. He's the one who will give you the boost to um, bring your dreams safely in. Alongside uh, Archeliel, I would like to introduce Archangel Cameliel. Cameliel is the keeper of records. She's here to help you to embrace the wisdom of all of your lives. She's here to teach the self-discipline of 
uh, each new life, building on the, the previous life uh, through storytelling. She will offer you the history of the planet and the history before time on this planet began. She'll help you to understand the commitment needed to be true to your own story. And she will happily take you for a wander in the Akashic record. She's laughing her head off now. Because uh, when we really know and understand all that we are, it means we become more effective. Alongside of her is the wonderful energy of Archangel Sarachel. Sarachel's a spring Archangel. She's new beginnings. She asks you to come out of the dark days of winter, all that time you've spent reflecting and wondering what you're going to do. And she wants you to come into the next planting phase, the new phase. Uh, she links us to the elementals uh, who are also guardians of the earth uh, in a different sense than the archangels. And she engages us in caring for the planet through our relationships with the elementals. I'm moving on to Archangel Tiffoniel. She's a nurturing archangel. She's the mother, the carer, the teacher of tough love. And she gathers everyone into her sheltering calm. She's wise in the foolishness of conditional love. And she forgives all and teaches us to be grateful for all. She brings you the love you need to open your own blossoming. She will be the one saying, you can do it. It will be okay. Give it a try. She will be the one pushing you in the back saying, go on, go on, keep going. <laughs> she will shelter you and pour the love into your life if you let her. The final archangel that I want to introduce you to is Archangel Parashio. I work very strongly with Parashiel now in helping to train people in how to give his Parashiel's balm healing energy. He is responsible for all of the healing that goes on on the planet. Healing the planet, healing the animal kingdom, healing ourselves, healing each other. He wants you to see... Um, what you've achieved so far, how well-being can help you to choose the best next step in your journey. He's idealistic. He, he believes in all of us and he's never disappointed. <laughs> Even if we feel we've let him down, he's an amazingly supportive person, an archangel. He um, brings his loving flow of energy into all all the situations we have. He is here to remind us that ultimately we are spirit in a human body, that we are unconditional love, unconditional forgiveness, unconditional gratitude and unconditional service. It's all there within us and he encourages us to be well and bring it out. I hope 
that you've had some sense of the guardians who are busy helping us at the moment. They are uh, there for you to call on. They're there to help you. All they ask is permission. Sit quietly for a few minutes and request one or other of them, all of them if you like, to come in to take part in your journey, to help you move forward, to be guided to the best things to do for you. They're amazing beings to share with. You may feel that you want to try to paint or write in connection with them. Give it a go. Open up your life to these guardian angels. Let them give you the blessings they're here to bring you. And if you think that others may benefit, please share this podcast. Share the information. Let all of us find the support that we need in these turbulent times as we change and move forward back to that evolution we were so close to before. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.